Okay, everyone. Uh, what's up? It's uh, J-Rock Onsen time again. It's been a long time at this point. I'm joined by Nexus. Hello. Hello, Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and hey, it's NBT. Quack, let's take a bath. Oh, my fucking god. I thought after all this time you would have forgotten already. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm Maza, as always. So it's been a while. Uh, a lot of stuff has been going on behind the scenes for us. But uh, yeah, we're back again and hoping to continue with our monthly schedule. New feature. We have a, a way that you can leave us a voicemail and we can take questions on air or however you want to call it. So uh, yeah. we'll leave some information for that in the description and for the actual post on JRock News, there'll be some information as well. But yeah, actually, oh, yeah, actually you can just go into anchor.fm slash JRock News and there's wow. a button there where it says like, Send voice message. That's so much easier than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, if you want to send us any questions on uh, or comments on whatever the topic was uh, on the month, then the next month, uh, hopefully, we can feature you, play your audio, and then discuss a little bit of what you had to say. Maybe tell you why your opinion is better than ours or worse, you know. <laughs> but opinions are opinions. But with that, uh, let's just uh, jump into our topic for the month, which is... Uh, Never meet your heroes is what everyone always says. So this is the J Rock what, what, what edition. What do you mean by that? Okay, what okay, okay. So everyone says never meet your heroes, which what they mean by that is like if you have a view of like somebody famous in particular, and like you know you build them up in your mind and everything, and then you finally meet them, and then they're like a dick, then it ruins everything. Mm. So some That's, of us yeah. have been lucky enough to meet some of our quote unquote heroes. So I wanted to talk about that. Mm -hmm. That's why I prefer waifus. They don't change. <laughs> 2D never changes. <laughs> so, yeah, Mazo, I guess you had some encounters recently in Japan because that's where you live now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for a little bit. <laughs> not, not, not to get too into it. But, yeah, uh, actually, I was... Uh, I got to do the interview with Devaloof, which was uh, fucking phenomenal. So the one thing I will say about the whole never meet your heroes phrase, moniker, not moniker, idiom, maybe, is uh, I don't believe it. A lot of people think like, oh, if you meet somebody famous, they'll be a dick. Like there's there's lots of instances of like baseball players and stuff where they're just like fucking awful. And uh, mm -hmm. so far uh, with having met Devaloof specifically... They were like the chillest dudes ever. Like, I was even on their Twitter because they were just like, oh, shoot, Ray's getting changed. Like, uh, okay, let's just film the video with this weird guy from, from J-Rock News. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to stand there like some kind of freaking loser and they just, you know, put up with my shit. But they were super cool. It was like, it was like, it could have, it, it was something that I thought would only happen if I had cancer and, and had the Make-A-Wish Foundation fly them out. Uh. <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> and here we are, here we are on Devil Looks fucking Twitter. It's, yeah, it's yeah, screaming cancer or something. <laughs> I was... mean, that just happened like on the whim too. Like it wasn't even planned or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. Ray just needed to go change, so they were just like, "Oh, we need to film our promo for the next show," and they're like, "You, you look, you look like you're ready." Hey, you random guy, you there? <laughs> you like a, you look like a guy, Jim? <laughs> That's so fucking random. Yeah, I mean, gaijin points. Gaijin points. Yeah. Gaijin points. Yeah. Is that a thing? I I'm pretty new no, out here. I just still. I just made it up. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I was going to start asking around. But I mean, yeah. after that, I did uh, I did go to Metal Square recently, which was a bunch of different bands. I think it was 12 bands altogether. It was like half mm-hmm. Visual K, half just like straight J Metal. And mm-hmm. I ran into them in a hallway. Specifically, I ran into uh, Daiki and Kanta. And Daiki like immediately was like, oh, shit, it's you again. Thanks, man. And he like gave me a hug. And I was like, oh, my God. And Kanta was like, hey, man. <laughs> so they, they do remember me. I mean, I, we did see them twice that week, actually. We saw them at the show and then at a uh, signing event for their uh, album only. Okay, Nexus, do you have any input? Have you met your any of your heroes? Uh, uh, not really, no. I mean, like... What? I met Mana, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so Mana's, Mana's like, like not really one of your... I met uh, Mana, but it's, it's not like he was saying anything, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's okay, kind of his yeah. fucking thing. What, you... <laughs> I guess never meet your heroes, huh? Because then they won't fucking speak to you. I mean, I was expecting that, so it wasn't like a disappointment. I wasn't. I was but going. That's a totally, totally like different deal. Like, I know. It's, <laughs> what kind of like artist doesn't speak to you? Um, mana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mana. <laughs> Literally only mana. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But I mean, it's his thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand that. It would it would probably be more upsetting if you were a meeting up with an artist that you were like expecting to speak to you and they were like, No, fuck you, not saying a word. Considering that he's not even speaking like on television and stuff. Yeah. So Well I mean sometimes he like mouth things that really uh, you can kinda attempt to decipher from uh, the movement of his uh, lips but it's like, not shut, always. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's always in English. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's always in English. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he doesn't talk. <laughs> no, it was actually, um, I, I probably could have been a better encounter if I didn't spend half with crying. So. <laughs> 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 Wait, like, like yeah. crying tears of joy or, like, out of yeah, fear yeah. or, or like, something? <laughs> I don't know. A it fear? was half, half tears of joy and half tears of stress because I was meeting freaking man after ten years of being his fan. So I was very stressed out. Mm. How did I'm he very, react to the tears? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I was not the first person he saw crying in those two hours. So that's probably he was like, "Well, people be crying in here." <laughs> How many were crying, like, uh, uh, and how many people know, were there? I, I spent quite a while in that queue, and I saw so many people exiting that room, like, in fucking tears. So, so many people were crying. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you say it changed your uh, view or feelings towards Mana at all, or, like, had any effect? Partially, but not like his attitude. Uh, I, <laughs> the only, uh, it's going to be super weird, but the only <laughs> thing I was surprised was his size, physical size. <laughs> Because he's so freaking small, and I was somehow expecting him to be bigger, but he's not. Hmm. He's so tiny. He's so tiny. <laughs> you know, I, I will I, say that I'm never surprised by the size of the artists I've I've run into, just because throughout my life, pretty much everyone's smaller than me, so no one's ever, like, shockingly small. Yeah, but, like, you know, if you just, like, look at Mana in pictures and stuff like that, he's this, like, larger-than-life figure, and he's, like, you would expect him to be very... But that's know, how they smart. portray, like, the uh, yeah. these kind of artists, like, they yeah, make them so look... small. <laughs> but they try to make so them look, like, big and, like, a big deal, um, yeah. so... The only stuff big about him was his shoes and his hair. 
You can't follow up with that. You have to say like he's he's like mm, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What, what, a, what a total hunk of largeness he was on oh, my freaking shit. Okay, okay, so so we've established that you were surprised by Mana being small, but I mean, he's, yeah. he's, there's a lot in that package, if you get what I'm saying. I mean, like, talent-wise, not like... I know anyway. what you're saying. Uh, yeah, see, we get it. So, yeah. w- would would you Musical. say... Would you say you regret it in any way? Because that's kind of the big thing. A lot of people say, like, when they meet somebody famous or somebody that's their hero, is they regret it because maybe it humanizes them too much, or maybe it's even that they were a dick, you know? It did have, like, a humanizing effect, but I don't think I regret it. I'm glad I met him. Wait, so why, like, what would make you want to, like, regret that thing? Like, is there anything that... If he was a... If he was a dick, uh, but I mean, if it's it would be hard to kiss that because he doesn't talk and all. But exactly, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. sort of, I guess you can sort of like feel positive or negative energy out of people. And if mm. I was feeling a lot of negative energy, I guess I would be upset. But it's this this whole shit got me thinking about like I never met like the Green person, but since they've been coming to Europe and I've seen them a few times, I think like the humanizing aspect is better than viewing somebody as a god because thinking back about uh to all the times that we have seen die drunkenly stumble into the tour bus after the concert it made me like him more <laughs> okay <laughs> I, yeah i get that like seeing that more human just laid back kind of aspect is yeah. nice in a way yeah, yeah. but so i yeah I've actually i was gonna met, go to you um, actually nvt <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so many years ago, uh, I actually met, uh, well, we interviewed Girugamesh, so... I was hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Girugamesh! Okay, go for it. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I was already a big fan of uh, Rio, the the uh, drummer, and basically the composer. Uh, so, once I met him, he, uh, he was basically speaking English to me, like, fluently. Huh. So yeah, no, I was so it. surprised, uh, wow. and, like pleasantly surprised, and and like my respect for him kind of grew after I talked to him because we just kind because of he spoke to... English. No, well, I got to kind of like fucking know him. racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to know him better because we were. I was able to uh, communicate with him a lot, like how yeah. to stay more. The, the friction between the languages there was there was uh, less fr- friction. Um, that's like, freaking. Yeah, I, definitely, and I I feel like that's that's something that uh, we look for. Uh, not you know us when we do our interviews, but even before I was a member of J Rock News, reading interviews and stuff like that, that was something I looked for. Seeing that kind of more human aspect of the band and the band members, it's it's. I mean, the the easiest way to put it is that it's nice to see. But it's also, like, sometimes when you find, oh, like, we have similar interests. Like, that's really cool. Because, again, a lot of times there are people we look up to, in a way, or for a certain reason. And it's nice to see that there are some similarities. Like, oh, you know, we both like this. That makes sense why I think the band is so great. It's it's not really self-affirmation, but... It's kind of affirming something to yourself regardless. But it's like it kind of brings you closer to them. Yeah. It gives you a connection to them. Yeah. 
And, and I mean, especially today more than ever with, you know, how everything's getting more and more political. Sometimes there's, you know, famous actors or whatever, and you may like their films and then you find out they view things completely opposite of you. And then you're like, ah, I don't like that guy. But how much <laughs> can you let that get in the way of the art form, you know? But you have people like in your life that don't share the same political view, right? Yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't. I don't, it's not that I don't care, it's that I don't let it bother me too much, unless they're, like, super crazy about it. Like, I have one friend who I don't talk to anymore, because <laughs> 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 every chance that the guy gets, it's like, see things my way, okay? And it's like, eh, can we just play Smash Brothers or something? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's like a very toxic kind of environment. But a lot of times, especially, you know, with fame, especially recently, people view their notoriety and fame as now it's their responsibility to push some kind of viewpoint and that's one thing i'll say with the you know artists that i've met so far they're just like this is my work this is what i do in my free time i do this and they never get weird about anything mm. have you uh now it got me thinking like have you ever noticed that if you compare western artists to japanese artists uh the pushing an agenda with your fame is like literally a western thing I've oh you mean it. you don't see that in japan i i don't think i see that in like many jokers like twitters or some shit like pushing a political agenda no i think that's a good thing uh, yeah of course it's a good thing it's yeah just, it's just it's about the art form nothing. which is nice yeah. which is you know what we're looking for and i yeah. have no problem with that and that's why i feel so far having met a few Japanese artists that I look up to. I continue to look up to them, if not more so, after meeting them because it's super humbling. It's a humbling experience to meet them because, like I said, they're just all about their art form. And yeah. a lot of them, like, uh, I mean, Kanta, for example, in the interview, we asked, like, what do you do in your free time? And he's like, I'm a slave to the drums. <laughs> like, all, all he does is he plays the drums. That's what he does. And that's fucking great. And that's why he's so good. I was expecting him to say he plays video games or some shit. No, I think oh, that, uh, that was... That was Ray? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ray, Ray plays Monster Hunter a lot in his free time. So, like, I don't know the age of the people uh, at Devaloof, but uh, I met some other bands in the past that are kind of, like, younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I talk to them, like, I mean, status wise, like they have a lot of fans and stuff like that. And, uh, they've come so much further in life than like myself, for yeah, example. Yeah. So how does that feel for you to kind of like, uh, I don't know, as I said, I don't know the age of the, of the members, but like, how does it feel like that some of these big bands that you look up to are actually a lot younger than yourself? Yeah. I, I that's, that's a really good point. And that's something that. I've thought about before, especially because my father, I've mentioned many times, like he's super into death metal and any kind of metal, to be honest, but he's really into death metal and he's brought up before how he'll go to a show and he'll run into a guitarist or a singer at the bar, you know, during another band set and they'll talk a little bit and not like my father's unsuccessful or anything in his career, but when you look at somebody and probably they're younger than you and they've done so much already with their mm -hmm. career... Maybe they're not globally a phenomenon or something, but, I mean, within a country, tons of people know them. Like, 
They scream their name for, they want to see them all the time. It's just, it's, it's strange to think of, you know, fame in that way. And then again, with Devilouf, they are famous. It, I mean, if you've gone to any Visual K shows, especially out here in Japan, the minute the set's over, like whichever fangirls like whichever members, they just scream their names like they're possessed. It's fucking interesting. But yeah, that's, I mean, it, it's the thing. Well, like, an understatement is fucking yeah. interesting. Like t- ten ten minutes ago, they're walking off stage and like eight girls are screaming for each of them. Like each of them has like their eight girls who are like, yeah, you know. And then I'm just back there, and they're like, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, hi. I like the drums. You know. <laughs> so so what, how many how many visual K shows have you been to then? Because now I guess you're yeah I guess you're more into metal in general. Yeah so. yeah I really realized that recently. Um, now. Metal Square was one big event, but it was six different Visual K bands. So if you want to count each of those as a different show, seven, because I saw that Devilouf show, but there were other bands with Devilouf also. But in reality, it was only two actual shows. Okay. Next Devilouf show, you go to try screaming the members' names like the fangirls do, see what happens. I don't want to know what happens. <laughs> that is also valid. Also, their next show sold out before I could buy a ticket, which sucks. That is very sad. Yeah, getting to Metal Square was hard enough. But yeah, uh, mm. I mean, thinking of them being around my age, if not younger, is... It's not grounding, but it's grounding. Like, I can't think of a better word for it. It's admirable. It's extremely admirable. And the way that, it, at least with the Japanese artists I've met, they don't really let it get to their head. They're still mm-hmm. super fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess... <laughs> I was recently thinking like a couple of weeks ago about how I'm presently the age that at least a good half of the cassette was when I started listening to them and they were already pretty famous and I'm here like well what the fuck am I doing with my life at this age? Why you? Why aren't you famous yet? Yeah, Is that what your mom asks you every day? What? Like my daughter why aren't you famous yet? Um, I have 2,000 followers on Twitter. It's, it's my greatest achievement in life. <laughs> oh, I, I have like three, and they're all people I know personally. Yoshiki actually follows my personal Twitter. What? It uh, has been for like a million years because like so many years ago, I don't know what came over him, but he started following people back, back if they tweeted at him like super impulsively. And that's so, so he's, he's following a bunch of people back for some In reason. other words, Yoshiki doesn't care about <laughs> you. Yeah, you're, I, I, you're just I another another fucking Jesus. whatever. <laughs> I know about that. It's just a funny tidbit that I wanted to share. I know it, he actually doesn't care, okay? <laughs> you know why he doesn't care? He he has his own burger at McDonald's. Yeah. Why, why would a person with his own McDonald's burger care about who is following on Twitter? <laughs> Uh, that's a good question. That is also valid. I mean, uh, you're you're getting close to Yoshiki's age. Like, why don't you have your own burger? I'm not getting close. Fucking. <laughs> 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 also, that's a good question. Why do I not have my own burger? Yeah, get get on that shit, no, and don't don't do a spicy teriyaki burger, because uh, well, I hate to tell you, but that one's taken. Mm, yep. By you or Yoshiki. So, you uh, 
How how about we jump over to kind of some recent stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, for for now, I guess uh, we can leave a pin in that. Uh, we'd really appreciate some input on people who have had the uh, what would you say joy benefit um, opportunity oh, to meet man. any of your favorite artists, J Rock or not. I mean, it it it, it kind of goes into media itself. Anybody famous or well known in any way i mean for some people you can even say like uh, you know i ran into this so-and-so famous youtuber man it was great it was bad uh just general opinions go on ahead and uh hit us up on anchor and we can talk about it a little bit more next time but yeah like mbt said uh jumping into some more recent stuff uh mbt you got any recent news you want to throw out there for everyone yeah a pretty cool one as well which is uh, related to what we've been talking about so i visited the show magical mirai in uh, tokyo so that's where uh hatsune miku played her show and of course hatsune miku is a virtual singer so she's backed by a band during her live shows and i was able to meet the band and talk with them and they were super great guys i they even gave me like omiyage what's it called so <laughs> Um, so that was really good. Good. I was like, ah, am I monoski? <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this too. Take this too. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so they were so nice. Uh, really nice. Yeah. So you can actually read the interview right now. It's on our website, jreknews.com. Do it. Do it. Read it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's always it's always funny when they're like shockingly nice, like <laughs> like 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 you know with this whole topic. A lot of times we expect something. Even though we build these people up in our heads, we expect something. And then when it's just like, not even the complete opposite, but like extremely nice, you're like, whoa, mm. dude, like, it, it, I'm here for you. It shouldn't feel like the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nexus, do you have uh, any uh, little bits of recent news you want to throw on the pile? Yeah. Uh, if this goes out in like the next week or so, don't make worry about when it goes out. Mikado is currently, I hope, currently doing a tour in Ukraine out of all places. Like, what? Ukraine only. And no what? other countries, literally. That's only awesome. <laughs> Super weird, but good on him. I mean, if uh, you can have US tour, then you can have a Ukraine tour. Yeah, that's like... I'm sorry, what? Are you, are you saying Ukraine and US are equal in some way? Uh, Ukraine is better than the US, fuck you. No uh, comment, I decline. That, and the other quick bit that uh, is that Maleficent is currently out in theaters, and apparently Miyavi is in it, and he looks really hot in it. So if you want to see Miyavi look really hot and horny, quite literally with horns, go see that. So he's he, is he like a demon? Yeah, or he's he's, he's, the, he's the same kind of thing that Maleficent is, whatever that is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know what that is because I don't really watch the like. Disney yeah, movies. The, the horny winged people, whatever those are, he's one of those. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, I but will like say that, a... I will say that's one thing that has been a little surprising to me is, you know, even out here in Japan, they're advertising that film like crazy because it's Disney and Disney is a big deal out here. Yeah. None of the fucking advertisements have Miyavi on them. They should. He looks really good in that thing. Yeah, he Maybe looks he's great. Been there for like two seconds, I don't know. It's just, it's just super strange how they're just like, nope. Uh, here's Angelina Jolie and uh, the other people in this film. 
Except and literally not, not you guys, the one. You guys don't even watch the movies as well, so you don't even know how big his role is in that movie. It's massive. Did for me. <laughs> you see the trailer? The first trailer. Where he was like he was, blurry in the background? He was basically like 10 pixels. Oh, that's no. that's more pixels than I've ever been on, on uh, you know, national television, is what I'll say. You've been, you've been I, on uh, Loof's Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, but that's Devil's Twitter it. account. I'm talking about like a TV uh, Disney produced commercial. I saw somebody talking about it and they say, said that they didn't notice him in the movie. So he probably doesn't have a speaking role. He's just in there. <laughs> but he looks really hot. It's 10 pixels in the background, I guess. The hottest 10 pixels you'll ever fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, I guess as for myself, uh, I... I've been talking a lot about Metal Square here, even during this, but uh, I'm putting out, I think, two articles on Metal Square, just simple reports on, uh, you know, what happened there. I will say, in my opinion, uh, it was a better show than the show that I had at uh, uh, Aoyama, even though I went backstage in that one. This one was uh, a little bit better. The crowd had some better reactions. Um, mm-hmm. it was It was better because of the crowd. I mean, Devilouf is always fucking spot on. And uh, I was lucky enough to discover Ergos, which uh, they're fucking great. Uh, they're a melodic death metal thrash type of band. And uh, mm-hmm. highly recommend you check them out if you're into death you metal. Ha- you have thrash. to spell spell out oh, the name. Because... E. <laughs> yeah, so Ergos is uh, spelled uh, E-R-E-B-O-S. I'm looking at the wristband I have that I bought there. I, I got to meet them too. Um, I really only spoke with their vocalist, and she was super nice, you know, like, having having seen some of the stuff that happened while they were playing, which you can read about in the article, I was a, not too surprised by how nice she was, but she was still, like, super friendly, talked to anybody who came to their merch booth, and, you know, was totally willing to shake people's hands and say thank you for coming to her show, or their show, so, uh, yeah, that was nice, and I highly recommend you give them a listen. Check them out on YouTube. They're really good about getting themselves out there when it comes to being online, so definitely give them a listen. Check those articles out, and uh, yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess we're drawn towards a close here with this one. Uh, hopefully next time we can get Sizz back in. Uh, you know, uh, unforeseen circumstances uh, led to us <laughs> not having Sizz. It's got nothing to AKA, do with anyone AKA planning poorly. Planning. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so we'll close up here in a little bit. Uh, just, uh, want to remind everyone again, uh, you can check out Anchor, leave us a voicemail, uh, and hopefully... So anchor.fm slash jrocknews. There you go, anchor.fm slash jrocknews. So hopefully we can get you on here, and, uh, maybe you can start a really awesome fight between us about your opinion, which would be really funny and really fun for editing, but... (laughs) Yeah, uh, I've been your host, uh, Mazo, with co-host Nexus. Quack. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I feel feel hurt now, man. (laughs) And uh, co-host NBT. I I don't even want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I fucking hate you all. You can't even fucking drink. That's shameful.